to the first Socratic Cinema podcast. Uh, my name is Charlie Heatherly. I'm Hallie Phillips. My name is Casey Clark. And I'm James Delicio. And like all professional movie reviewers, we are currently sitting in a basement. Yeah. Getting ready to talk <laughs> to you guys about the new Aladdin movie that just came out. Yeah. Good lord, did it suck. <laughs> I don't think it deserves any praise. <laughs> no praise. Uh, thought that the movie, in every regard except for visual... <laughs> was a cinematic train wreck to savor. <laughs> Don't do Guy Ritchie like that. <laughs> it was a movie in which none of the characters were people, and the most likable character I can't even name. Carpet. The carpet. Carpet, the carpet, carpet. was the most likable character. And he's not even a person. He is not a person. All of the dialogue is awkward. The CGI is okay, and so is the costuming and the dancing, but those are like sort of secondary to plot. I would say, which was not great. And that's coming from the original movie, which was sort of okay. Wow. Yeah, oh, hot Charlie. Charlie. Whoa, whoa. Start debating already yes. here. Uh, uh -huh. So I would give this Blasphemy? movie hmm? out of a 10, probably a solid 3.5. 3. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. a, this was movie's bad. a 3.5. <laughs> Maybe a 4? Maybe a 4. 4 on the first watch, because you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the spectacle wears off on the yes. second one. You wanna go? You wanna go next? Hot takes. Okay, so honestly, the whole movie was awkward, off rhythm. Everything Charlie said, I agree with, <laughs> because the only thing I really got from the movie that was good and well made was the costume design. <laughs> they completely slaughtered the <laughs> the scores, the original scores from the original movie. They just added weird hip hop tracks into it, which I hope you'll get into more later. Uh, that's yes, right. They did give Jasmine two songs, which were uh, they were trash. Eventful, to <laughs> say the least. Unessential. <laughs> unessential. We'll get into that later, though. Can yeah. we get a Casey's take on this? All right. So I was going into this movie very excited because I was definitely a Jasmine girl growing up. And um, having seen it twice now, I feel like the I'm dis disillusioned and disenchanted. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood has been stomped on. Uh, none of the characters are likable, especially Jasmine. Ooh, we'll oh. get into that later. But um, they really lost a lot of the charm and charisma that the original movie had by trying too hard to not be the original. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I never had a really strong connection with the original Aladdin. I think mm -hmm. I saw it once. Um, I, di I didn't, I, so I really kind of went into the remake, uh, without any prior, like, expectations. Um, I know some of the songs, though, and I, okay, yeah, the parts that I liked about the movie, the musical sequences I thought, oh, yeah. I thought were, were pretty cool, except mm -hmm. for one that I think we're gonna get to. <laughs> um, I did not hate Will Smith as the genie at oh, all. I know I he, didn't. I know he probably, like, there's a lot of backlash against it all, but I honestly thought that he was pretty, like, solid, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the better parts of the movie for me, but, man, the, oh, there was just yeah. a lot, there was a lot of camera work, and... The camera work was absolutely horrible. That just felt awkward to me. I didn't care for Aladdin at all. <laughs> no sentiment. I think when they <laughs> added nipples, they took away the character. I know. And I think that's the fundamental trade-off. When trade they gave that him occurred. a shirt, that was like, <laughs> Yo, what movie's is over. This? Yeah. Movie's over. So, what did I pay for? I think I'm going to agree with them. 
I'd probably give it like a four and a half. Okay. Out of ten, oh, okay. I liked it a little. The in the theater, I hated it, but after, <laughs> but after I left, I started liking it. Like, I was looking back on it fondly, <laughs> more and more. And I know this sounds like we're absolutely trashing the movie and we're overblowing it in some sort of clickbait esque uh, scenario, but. <laughs> When we say it was horrible in every way except for, like, costuming, we mean that it was horrible in every way except for costuming. And choreographed dance sequences. And there was good dance sequences that they sped up, but, you know, it's fine. Yes, that's true. <laughs> he could not move that fast. But uh, I think to accurately assess the movie, we first need to go through a summary of it. Right. I would say a nice group summary. Uh, the movie starts off differently than the first Aladdin. Instead of uh, starting in... At uh, Agrabah at night, we start on the middle of a ship where we see Will Smith as a pirate man with two children. <laughs> we actually don't know that they're his children, so it's a little awkward when you realize that a 50-year-old man is talking to two seven-year-old kids on a boat. Named Olick and Olick Olivia. and Olivia? You yeah, remember you their remember, names? I remembered, yeah. That was he the did. most interesting part of the film was their names, but... <laughs> he starts singing. He starts Never singing. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. And that's our Off Arabian key. Nights. Right there. He did he, not come in on the correct. <laughs> he did not. He said, "He's like da 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 da." He's like, "Yikes, that was not well done at all." There's a little fake out where he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna sing Arabian Nights." <laughs> like, so it starts off with that, and then you get into more of a traditional Arabian Nights where we're going through Agrabah, and I thought that scene was awesome. Oh, I yes. love that tracking shot of, yeah. uh, of mm-hmm. the monkey whose name was Abu. 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 <laughs> was the monkey. I thought it was Apu for the majority. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apu. I thought that was great. I'm a sucker for tracking shots. Um, yeah. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the whole Arabian Nights scene did a really good job of like going through and sh- giving us a little hint of the palace and like oh who's this guy with the monkey he's so cool but what did yeah. you think about them over gliding jafar in the beginning because they oh, totally geez. left out all the power in that scene mm-hmm. they just glided yeah. over the tiger and they're like you're talking to a man that didn't watch the original yeah again in the original jafar takes this um ruffian to the cave of wonders and he's like yo go get me this lamp and the ruffian's like okay just don't kill me and he goes in, and the ruffian's supposed to get the lamp, but he does it. And then <clears throat> all the Cave of Wonders, of course, collapses on him. Because he's not the diamond in the rough. Yeah, he's not the diamond in the rough. So he's like, no. But didn't mm-hmm. that, didn't we get that? Kind of. and but It was more powerful, was, and it was more drawn mm-hmm. out and explained. Because you really see Jafar as, like, this bit, like, as Jeannie says in the movie, like, he's the guy. Uh, like, he's, yeah. like, the get me the lamp. Mm-hmm. And, and in the movie, he was just, like, watching this dude get <laughs> collapsed on. In the movie, he's played by, like, a 20-year-old guy. Oh, which is definitely not as intimidating as the 60-year-old tactical mastermind oh, that is Jafar from the original. Exactly, right. yeah. Also, when you take out uh, Gilbert Gottfried as Iago, it really takes a lot of the fun out of oh, Jafar's yeah. character. And I have this whole theory on the animals, which I'll save for later because we're doing the <laughs> Very summary. Very excited to hear that. It's an awesome theory. They don't think so as much. <laughs> I do. We're going to get to that later. So after uh, the cave collapses on this poor helpless man, that he's he's thrown in there. In the original, he's, he's like, he goes in on his own volition. Mm-hmm. And this one, Jafar just like kicks him in there. And it's sort of mean and cruel. 
Yeah. But it, it doesn't really set up Jafar that well as a bad guy, because you're just like, why, why yeah. would you do that? Who is that? this guy in this hat? Like, you go into the movie, and they made it expecting you already watched the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, they made it not for James. So, and then, should we keep moving? So after, yeah. after mm-hmm. Arabian Nights, and then Jafar kicks the guy into the Cape of Wonders, then we're in the Agrabah marketplace right Mm -hmm. and we meet aladdin and we i forgot (laughs) he steals something he he steals i think it was no he meets jasmine before the chase happens before the chase happens in the original Mm -hmm. it's the other way around exactly but in this movie the he meets jasmine and then he tries to get her out of trouble and when that fails uh they sort of run around the streets of algorbah and that's when uh, the one jump ahead of the, uh, the bread line, one, one step jump. in front of the other poor people. So <laughs> there's that part, and I would say the scene or the sequence was fairly dynamic-ish, but not as much as the first movie. No, when they didn't have him in a harem, they put him in a school. I mean, I was missing that part, but the yeah, they changed <laughs> a lot of the movie to make it more PC. The like, whole yeah, and except we'll for get the gratuitous boob shots. Oh yeah, oh, we'll, we'll get, get into that, that later. Sure. Um, but the the whole one jump ahead, I think, is what the song is called. Um, mm. that whole sequence was I. That's where I first started thinking, like, man, I'm not gonna like this movie because mm-hmm. just Aladdin, I he just didn't. He lost a lot of the charm that he had in the original. He just kind of was like, yeah, a little bit too much. The intelligence is lost, and I think that sequence in the original movie was a great way to show how crafty Aladdin is. Because Aladdin is really smart. Like he's not school smart, but this guy, he's athletic, intelligent. Like he's sort of a full package. So you get why Princess Jasmine wants to get with oh, him yeah. so much. In yes. this movie, he's sort of just like a jerk that gets lucky. There's one little thing he does at the very end of the chase that's smart, where he grabs a carpet that's pretty heavy, or it's like a rolled-up carpet or something, mm-hmm. and he jumps out of a window and throws the carpet into a roof, and the carpet breaks through. So it looks like he jumped into that room when instead he ran out somewhere else. Mm. But mm-hmm. the only... I mean, that's literally the only part where you see that Aladdin's smart in that entire sequence. Yeah, in the original movie, he actually enjoyed like the whole sequence, but the whole mm-hmm. time we were going through it, he was anxious about it. He was like, oh, I just gotta get away. Like, I didn't get that charm That's and excitement good. from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just also want to point out, this was also the beginning of the horrendous, sped up, awkward, oh. fast, like, <laughs> fast motion Fast shot. motion. Yeah. Um, where, like, I maybe the original shots, they just weren't, like, running fast enough or something, but all of the shots throughout the whole song... It was like they took they took every every clip and made it like twenty percent faster, so they're kind of mm-hmm. awkwardly, like shuffling across <laughs> the screen. Stiff. Yeah, they looked really slow in the film. Like for whatever reason, I was thinking Aladdin would be much faster, but he looked sort of mm-hmm. like he was jogging the entire time, <laughs> yeah. which is different from Tom Cruise. When you see him in a movie, he's like sprinting. He's freaking Usain Bolt. And then when you get to this movie, it, it, it just looks like he's a schleb, like a lad in the street rat is now, you know, some just poor man's sprinter. Poor man's sprinter. Well, um, so he does end up rescuing Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, the... Oh, the pole scene. The pole scene. We have something wrong with the pole scene. Oh, jeez. Because the one reason why Aladdin liked Jasmine was because of her intellect and her athleticism. Like, she jumped the pole and he was impressed. There was instant mm-hmm. chemistry. 
There right. was not a in the in the animated the original. original. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is where they really like. Yeah. This is where they started to kind of take away a lot of Jasmine's like appeal. Mm-hmm. Instead of having her, I guess I guess in the original she jumped. There there had to make a long jump, and there was a pole. Um, and in the original, I guess Jasmine just went ahead and, and vaulted over with the pole. But in this one, she was like hesitant and scared, and Aladdin had to like. Look at me, trust me, I know you can do it. Yeah. And only trust then me. she made it across. I do I did write down how many times he said trust me in this movie. How many? How many? He said it five times. Trust me five times. And yes. were they all to Jasmine? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were all to Jasmine. So rule of threes is now out the window. Right. Especially with the jam. <laughs> the jams. Oh, we'll get to the jams. Oh There's a lot of things we need to get to. <laughs> So after uh, Jasmine uh, is shown to be a scared but independent woman, they somehow <laughs> managed to make Jasmine a more constrained character, although they were trying to make her more independent, which I think was an interesting thing that they did. But after that happened, uh, they go to Aladdin's uh, bachelor pad. Right. And they look out. <laughs> they look out into the streets of Agrabah, and Aladdin's like, no, 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 you need to go two steps up. <laughs> and then she goes two steps up, and then it's like, 180 degrees in a different like corner of the room yeah that was yeah. funny he was like you should see the view from up there and she goes up like a couple steps on a ladder yeah. and it's like, <laughs> she's like whoa yeah she sees the palace now <laughs> even though the palace is the biggest thing in the entire skyline all right so they're still in the bachelor pad and then while she's overlooking the slightly higher view of agrabah she sees this giant norwegian uh boat coming in and all of a sudden she's like oh crap i gotta go aladdin has offered her tea which i also have account for (laughs) 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 and um they rush down and they have the scene which was more impactful in the original where aladdin saves the young kid from um getting trampled by a horse in this scene is a guard that nearly tramples the kid and instead of in the original when it was the actual prince um and then jasmine even though she had previously lied to aladdin about her identity saying that she was the princess's handmaid gets super butthurt and press that aladdin seems to have forgotten her bracelet, which was my mother's bracelet. <laughs> and she's like, wow, you really are a liar and I'm naive. And then she storms off. And then we cut back to the castle. And this tall and obviously dumb Norwegian prince is like, wow, you are beautiful. And then she's just Great walking accent. down. I know, I don't do, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's walking down. Um, and then we see like, oh, wow, if you didn't know already... This, she's not Dahlia, she's Princess Jasmine. Whoa! And it's supposed to, like, be this amazing thing. Costuming, really good in that scene. <laughs> um, and so she's walking down, and then they have our first uh, Jasmine is woke moment. <clears throat> did you also keep track of those? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, wow. And she's, and th- she has this interaction with the prince where she's just like, by the way, in case you didn't know, you're misogynistic. He's like, and then um, he tries to play with Raja, and Raja proceeds to attack him. Yeah, it it cuts away to him (laughs) screaming, so I thought that he had instantly died. 
And the only reason yeah. I thought that is because I'm not sure if it comes before or after this scene. Jafar straight up murders a man oh, yeah. and pushes him into an endless well. He Sparta kicks him. He's like, I don't need you. Just so we're clear, Raja is the tiger. Raja yeah. is the yeah, tiger. Yeah, he didn't get bit by just like a dude. That would have been <laughs> um, just A random like a one of the guards came up and just bit, gave him a little nibble. Um, a little nibble. And also, uh, this is the beginning of my animal theory. I'm going to introduce it now. We're going to see how it develops because it's obviously the correct theory. What happens is basically in the original movie, and I think to a lesser extent in the new movie, all of the animals, all of the pets that the main characters have are extensions of their own personalities, but to an extreme. So for instance, uh, Aladdin's monkey, a boo, not a poo, Homer Simpson's not meeting him today, a boo is very greedy for money. In fact, in the new movie, he he's the one that keeps Jasmine's bracelet away from her. Aladdin wants to like get with her, so he's like, yo, here's your bracelet. And then the monkey's like, no, no, we can't do that. And the point is that the monkey is sort of uh, Aladdin's inner carnal desires, like trying to take away from, from everyone else. It's this greed. And you can see that greed mirrored in Jafar and uh, Iago, who in the first movie, Iago has these crazy ideas on killing people all the time that Jafar sort of has to, like, calm him down a bit. And then once Jafar, like, his mental state slips, he starts listening to Iago, which is a really bad idea. But the point is that Jasmine's tiger is an extension of her ferocity. And it's the thing she always has to keep in check throughout the majority of the movie because she's a princess. So whenever she needs to be outward or show strong emotion, Raja sort of does it for her. Mm. And this prince scene is sort of an interesting... Uh, point where that happens where she really wants to just like say uh, uh get the frick out of my house you dumb norwegian prince <laughs> but then the tiger does it for her so i'm just saying that's going to develop a little bit and then after the tiger scene what do we cut to i forgot what happened probably something back to aladdin probably something back to Aladdin. yeah he's back in his bachelor pad and he's chiding Abu, saying, yo, why'd you steal it? <laughs> why'd you steal her bracelet? I'm trying to get in there. And Abu's like, yeah. And then he decides that he's going to sneak back into the palace later that night. That's right. Right. And then, <laughs> and then as he's sneaking in, Jafar's parrot, Iago, is, uh, they, they see Aladdin slipping past the guards and everything, getting in. And Iago somehow determined that Aladdin is the chosen one who can yeah. get into the uh, cave. Which is hilarious because all Aladdin's doing is, like, extreme Arabian parkour. So, I guess to be the diamond in the rough, you just have to take parkour classes. Yeah, I just want to know, like, who gave Iago the authority to pick who's the... Yeah. Like, was it just a gut feeling, or...? Yeah, well, like, there's so much magic in that universe that it doesn't surprise me that Iago yeah, knows something, but why... First off, Iago can talk pretty much on his own, like he's a parrot so he repeats things, but he's pretty intelligent, less so than in the original movie where he was the only animal that could talk, but it's sort of weird the power that he has, because they don't really talk about him knowing about the diamond in the rough or like any mystical powers mm -hmm. after that, and he sort of disappears as a real character. <laughs> Unless Jafar turns into a giant hawk demon oh, monster. Oh, we'll so Tony yeah. so, from hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Iago is determined that Aladdin is the diamond in the rough. And then we just straight jump cut into Aladdin at the Cave of Wonders, right? Like they no, kidnapped him. He brings her tea. 
Oh he no, I forgot about door, that. Mm-hmm. And it's um and Jasmine proceeds to lie to him again, being like <laughs> and she's like, No, I'm just waiting for the princess in this hella expensive dress, even though she's definitely like in these servants' clothes, which is interesting because for one of like the Aladdin's more intelligent than he looks scenes happens in his bachelor pad where he's like, Oh, you're from the palace because of this and this about your clothes. But then mm-hmm. he's so dumb that he doesn't see the difference between a actual royal gown and like servants' clothes. And he's like, Yeah, that's the princess for sure. Well also he he just completely forgets her face. She she doesn't or he doesn't remember her, which plays a, like, it, it just doesn't make sense with Aladdin's character. He's supposed to be smart, observing everything. He managed to know, like, the type of material that her dress was made of in yes. the bazaar, and then he doesn't piece together that she's more than she seems. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Right. So, and also, there wasn't any of that chemistry that we got from the first movie. Like, no. there was no original no. chemistry. No, they, they, they hate each other, basically. Yeah. They do. Was the bracelet ever brought back up? What he happened did, to the bracelet? He did bring her this back. This is where he brings the bracelet. bracelet. Okay. But then he takes her pin And then he takes hair. her pin he's like, I'm gonna What happened to the back. pin? <laughs> but, and then he, he puts she it, has it at the, at the end, end, too. At the end, he he never gives it back to her the entire movie. He's like, I'm oh. gonna be back when, like, the moon's above the monorette. And then, <laughs> so and he, then he gets grabbed by Jafar. So that's like his cunning, like, heartthrob move is like, oh, I'm gonna steal one of your little things and then I'll be back to return it, you know? Um... Which, I mean, I don't really have any, I, I don't really have anything to complain about there. Gonna be honest, like that's. I mean, it it's sort of Chekhov's gunish, and for people that don't know what Chekhov's gun is, it's 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 a rule in writing where if you introduce a specific object, you have to bring it back into the story somehow. So when he takes the pin out of the hair, while it's cool that it's like a suave moment, it should mean something or come back or do anything. It just, it, it feels out of place, and I think it's indicative of the writing they have in there, where it's sort of a scene-by-scene basis rather than an overarching story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. I guess on the small scale, it, it does give, like, a little bit of any motivation or, like, enticement to, like, oh, they have to get back together because he has to mm-hmm. give her the pin. Mm-hmm. But, too bad, Jafar kidnaps Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. uh, Whoops. Yikes. And then we're at the Cape of Wonders. Yeah. Uh, After Jafar tells him that he's a thief to give him character development, since oh we forgot Jafar's a character now. Yeah, he is. When he's talking to um, Baba the Sultan. Mm -hmm. Oh, can we talk about Baba, please? Oh my god! (laughs) Oh, I hate him. Oh my gosh! Okay, so in the original movie, I'm just gonna compare the original movie because I have my notes in front of me. But Mm -hmm. he's he's childish and he has characters and he's like sensitive like the whole movie he's just playing with toys but like in this movie he's confident and independent <laughs> yeah. and... and and then Jafar's main motive throughout the entire movie isn't necessary like it, it's partly he wants to be so he also wants to declare war on a nation for no explicit reason exactly. except world domination which I guess is like yeah okay. he's like I just want to have an empire by invading your dead wife's country like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense it, he has this thing about being second best which I think is an interesting, uh, out of all of Jafar's character developments, I think that it's a bad idea they gave him more backstory. Mm-hmm. I do think the second best thing is a good idea. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Because it makes sense in a lot of the different roles that he take he, he goes into. 
because he wants to be Sultan so he can be the most powerful. And then when he finds out that he can be more pow powerful, he becomes a sorcerer and then a genie. And it's this natural progression that you get because he's always like, I need to be the best in the room, smartest in the room, you know, whatever. And that becomes his downfall. And mm -hmm. that becomes his downfall. But back to the Cave of Wonders for a breakneck transition. <laughs> uh, at the Cave of Wonders, uh, Jafar basically throws Aladdin in there and it's the classic, he's actually worthy, which they don't necessarily play up too much. You sort of just see him em enter and not get eaten, which I thought was a little anticlimactic, especially in the first one as well. They did it in both of them. It was almost kind of ambiguous because, like, he just falls, like, he enters the cave and he, like, the floor collapses and he just kind of falls in. And it's like, <clears throat> well, how, did he die? Or, or is this what being worthy, like, look, it mm -hmm. never really... Mm, it's never specified. Yeah, it didn't tell the, you. The original, he, like, goes down this giant, like, staircase, and he's like, this is the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> and they really don't have that. They just have him, like, quicksand moment, and wow, look at all these jewels that I can't touch. Mm -hmm. Wh which they break all the time. The jewels move yes. constantly. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> like, Abu, at one point, picks up a jewel, but from the, falling, actually. For, from falling. So he didn't actually take it. And, and then the movie decides that that counts as, as stealing something. It, it's just sort of unclear, and the magic carpet is freed during this time, and he yeah. also knocks down a yeah, bunch of crap. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> and does the magic carpet count as a person? Could he steal things? That's besides the point. <laughs> He's just Aladdin makes his way through the Cave of Wonders. It's set up that uh, Abu can't, or should not touch anything, even though he wants to, and they get into the big giant room which in the original movie was so symbolic and so cool because it was this gray, gray rock, like just sort of oval-ish shave carved out into the ground with water and this giant step in the center of the uh, in the center of the room going up to the lamp at the top that he had to climb up. Very, you know, tall and imposing. And there was just one gem in the room and it was the one that Abu is fixated on. In the new movie... There's gold everywhere, and Aladdin's got to do some cool guy parkour to get up. And then, like, Abu, for some reason, thinks that the red gem is the prettiest one, so then he wants to take that. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And the gem started talking to him like a horror crux. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait. Got a little Harry Potter. I know. I was like, that's not... That can't be it. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the genie. He, he yeah. takes... No, wait, well, yeah, so... that whole part with Jafar, right? Right. Yeah, yes. Oh, I'll give you I'm, my foot. <laughs> my brain's moving too quickly for this. Um, right, so he grabs the lamp. As he's grabbing the lamp in a cool, like, cut back and forth, he's grabbing the that lamp cool. while mm -hmm. Abu is, uh, picks up the big red right. gem mm -hmm. uh, and the cave, you know, flips out, you know, you can't take my gold, and <laughs> that, okay, I thought this part actually looked, it, the visual, it just looked cool, like, seeing the whole cave collapse, and, yeah. and mm -hmm. the whole cave escape scene, I thought, was, like, no complaints there, that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Can I also say that Aladdin is made out of some solid Teflon, or something, <laughs> because he goes through a lot, he slid down that entire, like, pillar, and, like, got back up, he's like, let me just climb, no bleeding, steel. nothing, and then later on in the movie, like, he takes a terrible fall, and he's like, well, I guess I'm gonna pass out, because of the cold, not because I definitely, like, just tobogganed myself. Tobogganed myself. <laughs> yeah, he basically gets out of the cave, and then Jafar's waiting there for him, 
and he and Aladdin's like, Jafar, you need to help me up. And Jafar's like, no, you should give me the lamp. And Aladdin's like, well, you should help me up. And then for some reason, he doesn't say, if you help me up, I'll give you the lamp because I could just drop the lamp right now and this will all be for nothing. Aladdin's dumb. So then Aladdin, <laughs> and that happened in both movies, and I think mm -hmm. it's equally as dumb in both. So Aladdin gives him the lamp and then Jafar's like, what if I give you my foot instead? And then he crushes Aladdin's uh, fingers and he falls and he falls and he falls and to no one's surprise, the carpet comes up and saves him. Uh, and in this whole turmoil... Abu manages to sneak the lamp out from Jafar's hands. So Aladdin has the lamp at the bottom of the cave with the carpet. And then, what was the reason he rubbed the lamp? It was yeah. super He dumb. just rubbed it. He, he was like, what is this? Because it started glowing. Yeah, it um, started blue, glowing. And he blew on it. And then he just like started rubbing. And every time someone rubs this lamp. It's dude, sensual. It's the weirdest, oh, like, yeah. sensual, like, why? And... No. <laughs> yeah. And no one can just rub it regularly. They have to, like, caress it and, like, move all the way, like, down it. And they have to and say it... sweet nothings into its mm -hmm. ear and, like, Come make on. sure it's comfortable. Come on, baby, you got this. Yeah. Just, I, just, just show just, me like, the genie. <laughs> it just, it, it came off as a little weird to me, like, he already knew what to do. Because in the original, mm -hmm. at least, he was like, What's oh, the yeah, he was like, yeah, there's What's something the written on it, it? like, it, I can't read this, let me rub it off. But in this one, he just picked it up and, and just rubbed it. Mm -hmm. He just went in. Just As Aladdin is apt to do. But after he <laughs> rubs the lamp, a genie spurts out of it. Bad wording. A genie comes... Worse, <laughs> worse wording. A genie enters from the lamp into the outer world where you see it's Will Smith. And he doesn't look as bad as he did in the trailers. Because his he... face is half covered. <laughs> it's dark and the lighting's like okay so you can't really see anything. But he's all imposing. He's like, I'm the great genie man, and I'm the coolest genie man. And then Aladdin's just like slack jawed, like he's not even saying anything. And then the genie starts talking to Aladdin. The charisma, sorry to say it, isn't really there. You can fight me on that. Yeah, no, I yeah, I yeah. agree. I was watching oh, the Robin. Never mind. <laughs> I was watching the Robin Williams scene again, and uh, he was just like, it, it was just flowing so much better. It was nonstop. Yeah. But then Will Smith just Will I, Smith is too cool. And that's the problem, is the genie is an off-the-walls, insane whack job Like, that's his character. And Will Smith sort of, like, plays it as if he's just, like, the Fresh Prince grown up a bit. Like, he's cool yeah. and he has, like, a couple jokes, but it's, like, nothing too crazy. And then you get into the Friend Like Me scene, where the genie's like, look at how cool I actually am. And it was super underwhelming. It was yeah. good, yeah, but it wasn't great. It was underwhelming. <laughs> it wasn't as good as the original. Oh, there was no. something about the original where it was just like, wow. It's captivating in the yeah, original. Yeah, it's just captivating. One. And it's mm -hmm. hard because even with CGI, like, you can't capture all of, like, the different, like, genie things. Like, when he, like, splits into multiple people or when he does, like, weird things. Um, because you just can't really do that and make it look real. And I feel like they just should have found something that they could have CGI'd to make it look cool because he's mm -hmm. just like, here, look at my spinning hammer pants. Look at my lasso tricks. And it's like, that's not, like, Genie juggled his head. Like, you need to, like, Genie's is a schizophrenic, and <laughs> in the original movie, Robin Williams sort of portrays the, the way the Genie is cooped up because the Genie is very lonely. So the way he makes up for it is he has, he talks to himself all the time, he does all these crazy things to amuse himself. And in the movie, in the original movie, it makes sense because Robin Williams will, you know, do all these different accents for different characters. 
And the one thing that... It was one line. One line stuck out to me during the entire thing. And it was the, life's your restaurant and I'm your maitre d' line. In the original, Robin Williams says it in a, you know, French accent. It's crazy. He's like, and I'm your maitre d'. Ha, ha. And then in the new movie, Will Smith just delivers it plain. I'm your maitre d'. And it just, for some reason, that line sort of is is a litmus test for the rest of the genie scenes. Where it's like, he's not really trying his hardest to be the eccentric character the genie really is. And I think he was phoning it in for a lot of what he was doing. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna mention Casey too. The problem with live action movies is that you can't capture what happened in animated movies. Yeah. Like, because you are only limited to CGI and what you can capture. But in animation, there's just that other magic that I feel like they couldn't capture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And that's it's the same with Will Smith. I mean, if you were gonna choose, who would you guys have wanted to see as a genie? Oh boy, a comedian. Steve a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. There you go. Yes, Danny DeVito. Uh, I yeah. think. Uh, I think uh, Childish Gambino would have been a great genie, and I he, yeah, just because he's weird. Well, he's weird. He's a comedian, so he has mm-hmm. the timing, and he he's he just has more personality than Will Smith yeah. does. Oof, Donald Glover. And 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 that's the thing is, that I I say oh, the genie saves the Aladdin movie, in in both in the first one, because in my opinion, the first Aladdin movie is just okay story wise, but Robin Williams' character acting in that is fantastic. While in the new movie, the genie, who's supposed to be this breath of fresh air, ends up being just as bland and awkward as the rest of the characters. I just want to point out, A Friend Like Me is, is where it started. They did this weird, I think it's a, a largely because Will Smith was the playing hip-hop. the mm-hmm. genie. They had this weird hip-hop like motif going mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie. It started yeah. in Friend Like Me, they had this weird... Like, like, you know, four on the floor, like, hip-hop drum beat behind it. Yeah. Um, that just felt so out of place. It sounded like, like, a Kids Bop karaoke version. Because you have, like, this swing jazz tune with, like, a hip-hop drum set beat behind it. And it's yeah. like, what's going on? And then Will Smith starts beatboxing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I remember that. I remember being visibly disturbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked for my waiter to come and comfort me. He had to bring me a blanket and some warm towelettes. It was a traumatic experience. But if you want to push the service, buddy. yeah. Well, <laughs> um, so, and after the song, I shouldn't lean back. <laughs> the genie um, is like, "All right, man. Uh, so, where's your boss?" And Ellen's like, I don't have a boss. It's just me. Um, and, and that just sort of like hammers in the point that, oh, Aladdin's such a nobody, you know? Who could like Aladdin? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then uh, the genie sort of pushes him further, and Aladdin then says, well, there was this one guy, and the genie's like, there's always that one guy, right? <laughs> and, and obviously that one guy's Jafar, and that line is going to get brought up again. Uh, so, throughout the many movie. Times. So, so many times. So many times for comedic like, and dramatic that's effect. The guy. <laughs> that's the guy. But, uh, so after they do that, we get to the scene where we see how smart Aladdin is. Finally. And Finally. the problem is, in the original movie, the rules of rubbing the, or, uh, of wishing were that you just had to say, I wish, and then you would do something. Right? In the new movie, they add an asterisk to that, where it's like, you have to rub the lamp as you say it. So, they don't explain that. They don't explain you have to rub the lamp as you wish. So what happens is, or at least I don't remember that. He does they it did. briefly. I think he, he does it briefly. I feel like he does. I don't think they emphasize it enough then, because I they immediately forgot. Yeah, oh. they don't. So, 
Aladdin basically pushes the lamp behind him a little bit and then says, I wish to get out of the cave. And the genie's like, okay. And he gets out of the cave. And then uh, the genie's like, okay, well, you only got two wishes now. And Aladdin's like, well, actually, I got three. And the genie's like, no. And then the first uh, fourth, fourth wall, wall break, break happens where the genie becomes a viewer and he's watching the movie. And he's like, oh, yeah, he actually did the, do this. And the fourth wall breaks in this movie are not as good as the original. Mm. Oh, no. They, they feel less natural and they tried to modernize it. But I don't think that uh, modernity sort of works with Aladdin. And I can't explain why. It just feels like in the original where they had things like uh, the genie would pull out the script to tell Aladdin his next line, or he would do a bunch of these things, but they sort of had this antique-ish feel to them. Right. While in the new movie, it it put technology into like third century India or, <laughs> or Arabia or wherever they are, and it just didn't it just, it just didn't flow very well. Yeah, I I think the uh, the fourth wall breaks were a little weird, and I think it's partly because it's not animated yeah like when you animate it you can make the genie look a little bit like you can make him fit into like the role you're trying to have him play a little better right mm -hmm. like the genie's face is constantly changing into different people right for impersonations and stuff but you just can't do that with will smith's face because it's uh it's will smith's face yeah it's a very well-known face like you can't elongate it and i think the one scene where they did have his body like physically morph it looked super oh, weird like his geez. torso is like stretched out dog and it's like <laughs> yeah they pulled him out like silly putty and then yes. like he snapped Ooh. back into place and it was just like oh it made your skin crawl yeah and they tried to do the will um smith changing into certain different people with and it was just weird yeah they yeah. did it twice with they did it twice in two different ways with aladdin because they did it when he was making fun of him in the um cave of wonders yeah where they literally put just the actor's tool. face, like, <laughs> from the neck, like, up, just like, ah. And it came out of nowhere. And like, it, it came out of nowhere. You. Like, you just looked at yeah. it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> later in the movie, where he's like, oh, or you could be, like, this one-off line of being, like, a warrior prince, and they try to make it look like a Ugh. statuesque warrior prince, but it actually kind of looked like Aladdin. But, you know, CGI budgets, they, that's where the CGI budget went for that one, like, Mm -hmm. 15 seconds. I think out of a lot of the Disney princess films, this one was the one that relied the most on animation, just because of the genie. It, yeah. In the original, he was, I mean, as you guys said, constantly changing faces, and that's, the, I mean, that sort of added on to the cool schizophrenia the genie had, but in this one, he, he just, he doesn't feel magical, I think. He sort of just feels like a guy who can, like, conjure up things but they're never too grandiose to the point where you're actually in awe of what he's doing mm -hmm. one of the re another reasons why that scene lacked with the music composition yeah because that was supposed yeah. to be the moment where we connected with the genie and saw his power yeah and you never really do that like you never feel the genie is so cool that you like he, he, the genie holds you hostage in the first film where like you're so enamored by his character that any scene with him in it becomes your favorite scene while in this one the genie I I don't I wouldn't say detracts, but definitely doesn't add anything to a scene to make it more dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So So then Aladdin gets out and he wish and uh he tells the genie that uh he still has three wishes and the genie's like, Okay, fine. So then after that, uh he 
tells Aladdin, okay, now wish for, like, realsies this time. And then they pinky promise. They don't actually do that, I don't think. Uh, and then they tell each other, or Aladdin tells the genie that he wants to become a prince after he tells the genie about his crush on Jasmine, which is the only scene I laughed at because Will Smith did, like, this funny, cutesy, like, who's the cute girl thing? And uh, that's the comedic height of the movie for me is that sort of throwaway line. Did, right. Did you guys think it got any funnier than that? I appreciated the awkward tension oh. with Prince Ali that's going to come a little later. Yeah. yeah. Almost Office-esque. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, where they just go back and forth. I like the banter. I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Prince, Prince Ali had some good moments that I, I, I appreciated just because of how... I mean, they were intentionally awkward. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, it was like office. But that, 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 that kind of scratched a niche for me. Um, but, right, so Aladdin wishes, uh, I, you know, I want to become, okay, um, Aladdin is like, you know, yeah, make me, I want you to make me a prince, uh, mm-hmm. so I can go, because Jasmine can only marry a prince, because she's a princess, um, and the genie says, okay, sure, uh, and he uses Aladdin's first wish to turn him into Prince Ali, uh, and gives him this whole parade and entourage, which that is super was... underwhelming as well. Oh, I like that. You like? <laughs> I love that. Scene. I, mean, I, I like that. Charlie. I feel like that was the musical scene that was the closest. Yeah, to the I whole... completely disagree. I thought that was one of the the worst uh, scenes in the movie. It's hard to. You really? have to argue though. It's hard to mess up a whole new world like that. that yeah, was you cool. can't. Whole new world was great. We'll get Listen, to that. Listen, you cannot step on. A whole new world. Like, you'd have to be whole new world completely was off Because there's not, there's not a lot going on there. Yeah, uh, no, it's just, just beautiful scenes, beautiful people singing beautifully. Right. Yeah, but back to Prince Ali. Other. I think I think that was really cool. Like, the <laughs> elephants... Co- there's this whole parade for Prince Ali, and there, and Will Smith is singing the whole time. And and again, it has that weird hip-hop drum, drum set beat behind mm-hmm. it, which took away from it for me, being a big music nerd. But, mm-hmm. um... But I loved the Prince Ali scene. I thought it was great. Mm. And it was, ri- like, the scene itself was pretty faithful to the original, like, with the little the little one-off comedic moments in it. They put mm-hmm. Genie in drag. They put Genie in drag. I think that was in the original, wasn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, it was. I mean, he had giant... <laughs> giant <laughs> boobs in the first one. In the first one. And this one, I don't think he had any. He just sort of put himself in Yeah, it was just, drag. like, an empty, empty dress. <laughs> empty dress. The reason I didn't like it is that... The very first part where it's sort of hyping up Aladdin, it's very static on the camera work. And that's something oh, yeah. they didn't do in the original one, where it, it had this sort of frenetic feel where you're constantly moving around and, yeah. and the yeah. genie's changing to a lot of different people. Like, look at that, how cool this guy, Aladdin, he, he's awesome. And this one, every shot they had felt like uh, the cameraman was like just too lazy to move the camera. Just like walking backwards yeah. with the camera. <laughs> For the first like 30 seconds of the song, it's sort of a static shot on the genie just sort of singing. It, it, yeah, yeah. I, it is. In his it giant is. Right? ass hat. In his massive hat, which they had a joke about earlier. Yeah, like it's... that's not a big hat. This is a big yeah, hat. Yeah, stuff like that. Honestly, like, I think that was supposed to be like a callback joke. But no, I, it, yeah, it definitely. I definitely, callback I definitely didn't really. make that connection until just right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for for a lot of the callbacks they had, uh, they sort of didn't time it correctly. Because w- when you plant something, you want to give it time to like mm. for the 
person to forget that it's there, and then it comes back, and they're like, oh my god, it's there. But it has to be prominent enough. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the big hat thing, Prince, the Prince Ali scene is, I just about one scene after Friend Like Me. No, yeah. Right? We're in the yes. cave, and then it's Prince Ali. Um, so there wasn't really time for that to, like, simmer. Yeah, um, and they didn't emphasize it enough, and if they were going to do a quick thing, it should have been, like, a smash cut from, that's not a big hat, and then you see yeah, him in the big hat. Which definitely would have been awkward, but it would have also been funnier than what they did. Yeah, they would have had some catching up to do if they did it that way. So Prince Ali parades through the city, and the genie's hyping him up, and the Sultan is into it. Sultan's into it, Jasmine's not. Because genie... Okay, the only reason why she's not... It's because she's having, they cut to Jasmine having all these interactions with Dahlia, and Dahlia's like, oh, he's rich, when they're like, he has all these, like, camels, and Dahlia and her having these interactions, and then she's completely taken out of it when Jeannie makes one, a, like, one-off comment about how hot she is, mm-hmm. and then she storms off and, like, walks, and she just, like, goes, and you don't see her again until jam. Jams. Oh boy, we're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. Well, so what happens in the interim b- between that exactly? Um, I think it's. I think we see the sultans like lets them in, and then, mm-hmm. and then we're we're just in the palace hall, and the genie's like, "All right, here she comes. Like, yeah. get ready, you know." Mm-hmm. And Jasmine comes down, and the most belovedly awkward scene that I've oh, ever geez. seen happens. That was a good was scene tough. for me. That was. <laughs> Oh man! I so, thought you're, you're, no. You're so someone's you guys gotta run liked through it. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys like the scene. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate this. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I did not appreciate the scene <laughs> at all. I oh, like this cow, that cow. With the optimist. I know. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely annoying because if we go back to what we were saying about Aladdin and his confidence, it just totally downplayed and changed his character, and it was yeah. drawn mm-hmm. out. They were just kept. <sighs> It was so, like, dry. If if anything, okay, it was a little bit long. I think they sat on the whole jams thing. Yeah, they think the word jams way funnier than it actually is. And it's not. Like, they go on for legit 20 seconds about different types of jams. Oh, we're here, so we can talk about it. So so Aladdin is is trying to play himself up. He's presenting everything he has to offer to Jasmine. um, And he's like, he's like, we have all this gold and stuff. And he, and then, and then... The whole time the genie's like, dude, stop. And then he's like, we have jams. Um, and they think it's like, I guess, it's supposed to be like this really funny joke. And he's like, yeah, we've got all these kinds of jams. And they just keep talking about it. They just it. keep going. Um, and they will bring it up going. like eight separate times <laughs> in the... I should have had a jam count. Oh, did you have a jam I didn't count? have oh, a jam count. Oh, no. I didn't, I want, I realized halfway through the movie I should have had a, how many times they call Abu a blank monkey, because they have all, like, either mm-hmm. dirty monkey or, like, cunning little yeah, monkey. Yeah, cunning monkey. No one says cunning in you know. No one says <laughs> cunning, Aladdin, or, like, you the jams. Monkey. Yeah. Um, so, so, th- so then after the jams, uh, Princess Jasmine is thoroughly thrown off from Aladdin because he the, said he, he would a, buy he her. He makes a comment yeah. about how he's here to buy Jasmine. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, Oof. and then he gets a second <laughs> chance to redeem himself because he's like, oh, sorry. And then he makes another like really he bad makes the same mistake again. Yeah. And she's like, does that mean that I'm for sale or something? Mm-hmm. And he or goes that, like, yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. Like they played it off for laughs and I get mm-hmm. it. 
But like, how do you make the same mistake like that twice in a row? Three times in a row at this point. Yeah, three times. He's used to talking to women. We see in the scene... We, in the first scene, we see Aladdin. He's yes. talking to women, and he knows them so well, he knows when they're stealing from he's him. Super suave, he's and super he's, suave. And he's he sexy. school girls. School oh, yeah, the harem. The harem, but not. The harem, but not. And all over him. And when he's mm-hmm. parading through the town, he's, like, wanking at girls. and like, oh, Prince <laughs> Ali. But I feel like why I found it, like, charming is is just the genie's reactions mm-hmm. because that was like the the genie was just like a real person and that where I was just I could like feel that where it's like if I was in that room yeah. <laughs> and I was watching these two people interact I'd be like mm-hmm. I know exactly who would be genie and who would be Aladdin <laughs> who would be crashing and burning and I feel like genie's responses to Aladdin crashing and burning were just hilarious for me yeah no I I I I like this whole, like, act two middle part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, this is, like, probably the part that I like the most um, mm-hmm. of the whole thing. So, right, that now Aladdin is bummed out because Super sad. because yeah. Jasmine doesn't like him. But the genie's like, hey, man, there's, you can, there's another chance. They're having a dinner tonight. The sultan likes you. You got this. And then he's like... There's this subplot of the genie and the um, and the handmaid having a relationship. He's like, the genie's like, I think Dahlia, the handmaid, is real hot stuff. So like, do your best. <laughs> um, and that's reciprocated on both ends. Yeah, and Dahlia, Dahlia, meanwhile, to Jasmine is like, come on, give him another chance. The, the, that that G- she doesn't know he's a genie. That that assistant that Prince Ali's got is pretty hot. You should make it work. It's hot stuff. And yeah. then hot stuff. it's the dinner dance scene. Oh, yes. Oh, Ooh. So they got that actor for Aladdin, I think mainly because he can dance and sing. Uh, yeah. Well, and sing is debatable. Sing, yeah. sing is debatable. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like his singing voice no. that much. And we see he him... didn't have him sing, like... No, I mean, he didn't have him sing that much. Yeah. Like, he sort of just talked. Mm-hmm. He was talk singing yeah. the entire... He was like, um, I could Javert... Sing in like oh, yes. oh, he was Javerin no. the entire oh, time. Oh, are we making that a verb? <laughs> Javerin. I love that. It's just like, I, street rat, <laughs> I don't bite that. And it's just like the entire... <laughs> that is a pitch perfect recreation mm-hmm. of that entire yeah. thing. Uh, but they're at the dinner and Aladdin's being super awkward as he always is. And the genie's like, okay, you should totally go up and talk to Jasmine. And then the scene in the trailers plays where Aladdin's facing away from the princess and he's like, dude, I don't think I can do this. And the genie sort of waves his fingers and then Aladdin starts floating backwards towards the princess. And then he turns around and more awkward talking ensues. And then a dance scene shows up. What did you guys think about the dance scene? Casey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, a Okay, so the beginning was really awkward when he was just, like, flailing around. Because but the genie is, like, moving Yeah, he's, like, controlling him. And then afterwards, when, like, he finally gets, like, the hang of it, I was like, okay, I'm into it. This is Bollywood. I love this. But then it, like, and, speeds up yes. increasingly. And then all of a sudden, like, someone said, like, yo, maestro, pick it up. <laughs> and then he's just, like, and he breaks down into this, like, semi, like, hip-hoppy... Thing. And that yeah. was one of the. Mm-hmm. It was it was entertaining to watch, but it definitely did not bl- 
on there. The whole... The, like, it was one of, like, as we've mentioned before, like, the weird hip-hop moments where it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's Will Smith. (laughs) Like, it has to be. Um, Because you don't... The backflip. Oh, yeah. The backflip. They talk about this. They kind of... I think they kind of own that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, that was too much. (laughs) But the... I mean, that sense of, like, excess in the wrong parts of the movie plagues it in a lot of aspects where they should be focusing on, on more character-driven scenes or plot mm-hmm. or themes, but they s- decide to spend their focus on bad jokes that really are sort of, like, pointless in the story. Like, who cares if Aladdin did a backflip or not? He was showing yeah. off already, right? All right, so... Where we ended off now, more awkwardness ensues between Jasmine and Aladdin. And we keep learning that they're incredibly unlikable. And then a whole new world happens, and she trusts him because he tells her to. And (laughs) Raja does. They have... Mm -hmm. A whole new world is probably the one that they couldn't screw up, so it's great. It's amazing. (laughs) It's beautiful. Now it's, uh, you get some of the chemistry simply because it's a duet and they aren't looking at each other for the entire time. And then they get back, they kiss way too early, even after Jasmine finds out that Aladdin had lied to her for the 80,000th time. And Mm -hmm. then on his way back, Aladdin gets snatched by Jafar for the second time. Yeah, so, so after uh, Aladdin, or Aladdin snatches to Jafar, no, other way around, Jafar takes Aladdin, uh, we now get the crazy psychopath side of Jafar we sort of saw, but the transition from I just want the lamp to I'm actively trying to murder you, he, he doesn't know that Aladdin is Aladdin at this point, he still thinks he's Prince Ali, and, and what he's doing is sort of a power move to either prove that Prince Ali is Aladdin, Or just Mm -hmm. kill Prince Ali because he's a threat to Jafar's ascension to the throne. Yes. And what happens is Jafar takes uh, Aladdin and ties him up in a chair that overlooks the ocean. And then after a very short conversation, probably about, I'd say, 30 seconds, would you guys agree? Yeah, Jafar just straight up kicks him into the water. And this is the drowning scene that happened in the first Aladdin movie. And uh, the entire time we see the monkey and the carpet uh, with the lamp, and they're trying to... fly around and find Aladdin because they don't know where he's been taken at this point. And there's this weird slow-mo shot in the middle of Aladdin falling. Falling? That was the most... Okay, continue. <laughs> it, it happened for no reason. No reason. We just got no facial complexion from him. Nothing at all derived from that. Yeah. Just... And in, in the entire time that th- this is happening, Aladdin is letting out a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> like, this man is letting the children in the room who were crying for a lot of the movie, by the- especially in our theater because of Raja... Which yeah. I just thought was funny. But a uh, blood-curdling scream as he's falling in. And then we get to see Aladdin drown a little bit. The chair breaks on impact, so he's sort of free. And it doesn't make the sense that he's still trapped in ropes. Hits, the way yeah, it looks the like he's impact, dead. when he hits the water, his neck does this weird, like, crick thing. And Ugh. knowing that, scientifically, he should be dead. That would have snapped his neck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he just, like, passes out. But he doesn't pass out from impact. He passes out from drowning. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then, at that moment, the monkey with the luckiest water shot of all time, <laughs> because when you throw things in the water, they don't go straight. He throws the lamp in the water, and it goes, it, like, th- 
three feet off from Aladdin. Aladdin swims on over and, like, I, I think he rubs it before he gets knocked out or yeah, something. Yeah, he rubs it right before he passes out. Yeah, so then the genie is. comes out, and he's like, what the heck are you doing down here? And then the genie thinks about, maybe I should save Aladdin, even though he can't technically wish for me to save him. And and then he comes up with this fake clause that he has to break. It's sort of like... He it, makes him sign a contract unconscious. Yeah, w w which is a crime. And it further Woo! goes into my theory that genie is the real villain of the movie. <laughs> but uh, So genie gets him out of there. Aladdin is saved, and Aladdin has a pretty heartfelt moment with Genie, which I thought was nice, where they're, where Aladdin's like, I don't care what it costs for you to save me, I think you're the greatest Genie. And Genie's like, yeah, I know. And then, I was surprised they had the sex scene right after that between the Genie and Aladdin, but uh, I thought it made sense within the movie. I blame you, James. <laughs> Why did we stop recording? <laughs> what? And then... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting that out. You can't have that in. <laughs> Jafar, no, no. Aladdin and the genie are BFFs now. I thought that was a pretty heartfelt moment. I appreciated mm -hmm. that. Um, and they go and they confront Jafar, and they're like, Jafar is talking to Jasmine and the Sultan, and he's like, Yo, Prince Ali was a traitor, but he's gone now. I got rid of him. And then Jasmine's like, Oh yeah. Then why is he right here and all wet? And, <laughs> and all wet. And they're like, <laughs> because it's him and genie. And they're like, and they're like <laughs> <laughs> now it has to stay in. Genie. I'm so sorry. Um, and and I'm then sorry. yeah, there's this whole confrontation, and now we know Jafar is evil. Um, and he tries to hypnotize them all with his magic stick staff, his magic staff. Mm -hmm. Um, but Aladdin, being the hero he is runs in and breaks Jafar's staff, but... In slow-mo. In slow-mo. the staff isn't working at the time. It just looks like a normal staff when Aladdin sees it. Mm -hmm. So, and we know the staff is magical. By the way, the staff is the dumbest thing in the entire movie because the, why does Jafar have it? Why does it work the way it does? It Lots of questions. They never explain it. Besides the point, Aladdin <laughs> smashes the stick and then Jafar gets, like, soups angry. And I forgot what happened after that. They Something he he ends up on the throne somehow. No, no they, they, arrest they arrest Jafar. That's what happened. Is they arrest oh Jafar? Oh my god! Oh, and, then, yeah. and then the Sultan is still like, "Wow, I just got brain." <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna say that. I just got messed up a little bit. And then he's like, "Oh, but you can definitely marry my daughter if that's what you want." And then no one's watching Jafar after he has this conversation with Hakim, which is very. It's, it's supposed to be important, but it doesn't really matter that much. And then um, you see Iago come in with the key, and then you're just like, oh shit, Jafar's on the loose. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Hakeem, by the way, uh, was he a character in the first half of the film? I didn't notice him. That's no. the problem. We never noticed him. He yeah, kind of came don't... in for he, the last It's Hakeem ex machina. Like, just <laughs> so that he can be like, yo, she's my sultan at the end. Mm -hmm. Right, so somehow Jafar ends up on the throne. I don't quite remember how. He gets the lamp. Yeah, he goes and does the weird, like, spinny. Oh, Aladdin, Jafar, yes, Aladdin, Jafar. Yes. So Jafar runs out into the city. Um, where he finds Aladdin, who's in the city also, mm -hmm. um, and steals the lamp off of him because, if you remember, Jafar is also a thief. Um, so that sort of comes back in. Uh, Jafar, uh, yeah, Jafar steals the lamp and he 
now owns the genie and makes his first wish to become the sultan. Yada, yada, yada. A lot of really weird and awkward stuff happens mm-hmm. um, that we're going to skim past, I guess, for time's sake. He tells sake. Jasmine to shut up and she Thanos snaps Everyone. There's this door. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to touch on this. Just, just briefly. You get so confused in the movie theater when she starts breaking out in song and everything starts mm-hmm. disappearing. Yes. Because everything vanishes, basically. And I she's was just... so mm-hmm. confused. Because you think, like, oh, okay. Because magic works so weird in this movie, so you're like, maybe she has yeah. powers. <laughs> you think she's actually killing the people. Mm-hmm. And then she does her dad, and it's like, yo, <laughs> this has to be a montage of some yeah, sort. Yeah, it's, like it's like the climax of Jasmine's story arc where she just starts singing about how She's not going to be chained up anymore, and everyone starts dissolving around her. And then, so this all happens, and then you cut back, and none of it was real, and, yeah. and Jasmine's still chained up, Jafar's still the sultan. Um, and then there's this whole confrontation between them, trying to stop Jafar, but nothing's working. Jafar uses his second wish to become the most powerful sorcerer, mm-hmm. um... Just mm-hmm. giving him some more cool magic. Um, w- which, like... And as I was saying before, the second best thing makes sense in that case. Mm-hmm. But jumping from Sorcerer, it's more of a move to just screw over Aladdin, who he has a personal vendetta against this point. Because mm-hmm. what he does with this power is he sends Aladdin to the uh, North Pole. Ends right. of the Earth. The ends of the Earth, even though, scientifically speaking, the Earth doesn't have ends. Besides <laughs> the point, he's... What? Really? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not black. Oh my gosh. Uh, so he's in the Arctic now, and uh, Aladdin's just sort of walking around. He's freezing, and the monkey is there for some reason. Yeah, he snapped a boo too. He snapped a boo too, but like I, you don't really get that the monkey was there until you see him in the Arctic, and it, you just sort of have to piece it together yourself. Mm-hmm. And how did they get out of that again? The, the carpet. The, the carpet. carpet, okay. Because Jeannie Willoughby woos the carpet. For... Yeah. Did the carpet fly them all the way back from the North yes. Pole? To... Okay. Yes. Yeah, I wrote, <laughs> one of my <laughs> questions is how long is a magic carpet ride? Because <laughs> they, they went all around the earth during a span of like a five minute song. And mm. then they went from the North the North Pole, <laughs> back to, like, Saudi Arabia. Like, in, like, it just doesn't two make, minutes, yeah. a scene, a scene and a half. And so, Aladdin's back in action. Um, he gets the lamp back. Jasmine gets the lamp. Jasmine gets mm-hmm. the lamp. Oh, yeah. Um, Jafar is, is like, um, I'm gonna do this horrible thing to the Sultan. Jasmine, come here and marry me. And... At the last second, they. This is all like it's different cool. from the original, right? In the oh, original, yeah. Completely oh yeah, completely different, like third act. Um, Jafar's about to kiss Jasmine <laughs> when she steals the lamp and oh, like long ass and like tosses it to Aladdin, who's back in Agrabah on the carpet. Um, she full on like. Oh no! Yeah, she she jumps out she right. Um, <laughs> jumps off. And so now there's this the chase. Sorcerer Jafar uses his magic to turn Iago the parrot into this huge raptor toucan <laughs> monster. Yeah. And you get the weirdest climax ever where there's this chase between a huge parrot and Aladdin on the carpet with the lamp. Nothing really 
Yeah, yeah, basically, the bird is raging through these streets and is taking out building after building after building. That doesn't come back at all. Like, the people are still very happy that uh, Aladdin's the king now, even though he let a giant bird through the streets to kill all their houses and half their family. But, uh... Sokovia? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So Aladdin uh, doesn't get out of it even though uh, Jafar's staff is pushed off the edge by the sultan, which causes the uh, bird to sort of shrink back to its normal size. Iago's now Iago again. But Iago does manage to get the lamp, and then he, he manages to get it, I think... After they land, or is it before they land? I'm not sure. Because the Jafar does his whole, like, vilifying the castle, which happened before, like, that happened during when, in the original, when Jafar was torturing everyone, basically. Oh, yeah, that's gotta be the weirdest shot Mm -hmm. ever for me, is there's, you're supposed to, I guess, put together that Jafar is turning the castle into his evil lair now, but literally all you see is some spikes come yeah, up on the window. Yeah. Like, oh, you just interior that, <laughs> That's all that happened. And it's like, oh, it's evil now, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and so Jafar has the lamp again now, mm-hmm. and first um, he summons the genie, right? But uh, in the big moment, right, Aladdin is like on his knees, everyone's losing, and he convinces Jafar, he says, the only way you're never going to be second best is by becoming a genie, right? Even if you're sultan and have all these sorcerer powers, the genie gave that to you. Mm-hmm. So the only way to be the best is to become a genie. Mm-hmm. And Jafar listens, um, but little does he know that by using his third wish to become a genie, he is trapped in his own bottle, and so Jafar is now sealed away. Mm-hmm. Aladdin um, won, Jafar zero. Right. And then Aladdin and Jasmine get married. married yeah. yeah, so after the climax, we have a little bit of denouement where uh, Aladdin and Jasmine go through this uh, kissy-kissy montage. Uh, and then they, they get... Do. Yeah, yeah, they're like, stop, thief. And he's like, thief? What? And Why did you call him a thief? I don't even know. <laughs> this is the one moment where the pin comes back. From the yeah. Yeah, the yeah he moment. puts the pin back in her hair. They kiss... And it, like, spin cuts around as they're kissing and they're getting married and... And they're getting married again. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, macking on each other, too. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a crazy scene for a, you know, four-year-old to see. But then uh, we also get a little bit of resolution with the genie story, who's now set free by Aladdin. Aladdin mm-hmm. did use his final wish to set the genie free, and now he's on a boat with his dear uh, Dahlia. And it sort of circles back to the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then the story ends. Yeah. And then I think we get the DJ Khaled friend yes. like oh. oh. And DJ that's Khaled. that's the movie. And that's, and that's Aladdin. Movie. And that's, that's Aladdin. Aladdin. So um w- do we recommend it? No. 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 Um It's a I would. I it's recommend it with an asterisk. I say go see it with some buddies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um if you love Aladdin, like Don't go see it. Oh. Because it will disappoint you. <laughs> you will be disappointed. I definitely think. Okay. Oh. It, one of my favorite things about mediocre or bad movies is that I just get to watch uh, people fail in real time. And it's really funny <laughs> to me. So if you're into that, then I would go see Aladdin. Because there's a lot of points where you can really sort of dissect the movie and think like, this is a horrible idea. Why are they doing it? Yeah, How I, would I change yeah. it? If you can recognize the bad, then it's easier to recognize the good. Right. Um, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's the episode That's title cool. right there. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like four out of ten for and 
that's that's pretty that's our general yeah. that's our four out of ten that's our hot take that's our hot take on aladdin yeah. 29 yeah Maybe. thank you everyone for listening to the first episode of our podcast we're going to have a bunch more coming out on a bunch of different movies if you have any rec recommendations then please say so in the comments i believe this is going up on youtube and we haven't decided on other platforms but if we do they will be in the description uh make sure to like subscribe all that jazz uh and give us feedback that's what we want most is feedback. How do we make this better? Uh, can we get that Charlie guy to shut up for three seconds? <laughs> uh, just a bunch of things. Please tell us. Uh, and thank you for watching. Yeah, right. Share it to your friends. Share it to your friends. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we hope to put out a lot more of the summer, I think, mm -hmm. is our plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, summer, it's going in. We are Socratic Cinema. Cinema. I'm going to say it right this time. <laughs>